Hi, my name is Brian. And my name is Susanna. And this is the Unmatched Podcast. Podcast all about love, relationships, and how to not get unmatched. Yes, it is. And that was our jingle that we've just gotten. The podcast is getting really professional now. So professional that we got a jingle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's great. I love the jingle. What do you think about it? I actually can't remember what it sounds <laughs> like, but I'm it's sure it sounds groovy. great. It's very It's very like, funky. It's nice. It's catchy, I think. It's catchy. It'll get Hopefully. people's attention. Yeah. It's only like five... 10 seconds long, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, uh, we haven't been together in ages because we were both away and doing things. Um, so how are you? How are things going? Any crack? Uh, great. I was skiing, having the time of my life. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I was hoping for a little bit of a winter romance in the French Alps, um, which didn't happen to me. Okay. Uh, very disappointed. Mm, but, you know, what can you do? Is there any movies based in, like... Yeah, there is this new movie with Lindsay Lohan. Oh yeah, she gets the, amnesia. Yeah. Yeah. And I, re- I mean, I didn't want to necessarily get amnesia, but um, I was hoping for a little bit of um, something. Something. Broken hand on. or something. You and... know, like sitting. Not a bro. Like a damsel in distress situation. I'm just saying, like. No, I don't. I don't need to be in distress. I'd rather be healthy, but like kind of, you know, sharing hot chocolate by the fire. Again, um, I'm not saying you were a damsel in distress. I'm saying that the idea. Of being a damsel in distress, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean to be honest, I was more hoping um, for a, like a um, winter holiday shag. So <laughs> let's not be. Um, that uh, so we weren't really going for romance. Just, just that a good old shag. <laughs> so hot chocolate and a shag. Hot chocolate. Why? Why specifically hot chocolate? It was like just so you could say there was like at least some sort of romantic connection there. Um, no. Oh, it was just... I mean, I would hope so, but... There you could have just no. had the hot chocolate by yourself. No, yeah. I would I would prefer to have hot chocolate with someone and... Um, before or after? Um, before. Really? To kind of get warmed up and... No, yeah, actually... Yeah, but I'd, I'd be... Uh, to be honest, that's true. Yeah. Well, it didn't happen, so why are oh, we discussing this? <laughs> but in this hypothetical situation, yeah. could have. Yeah. Um, That's fun. And you had a good time. And yeah, now also we're before I left... I had a terrible... I almost went on a date. And that's a horror story. So, it's not a horror story, but it's one of those where... Sorry, is this a tech, the, the the story you wouldn't tell me over text? Yeah, you I wanted to, to tell, tell you it. the podcast. Right. But yeah, first tell me about your trip and then... Because I feel like my story is uh, like a segue to like other stuff. Oh, cool. Uh, I just went on a stag to Budapest. Yeah, and, how um, was that? It was good, yeah, it was fun. Um, and uh, all the lads there were calling me um, David McWilliams. Williams. David McWilliams. Which is like a guy who does a podcast in Ireland. And they just kept I calling me. Know. Yeah, but I, I'm, they're all big fans now of the podcast. Um, so, yeah, fun times to have with them. The less said, the better. Are they listening to uh, the episodes? Oh, of just... course they are. <laughs> what goes on tour stays on tour. Okay. Other than that... Um, I think I'd look to just address uh, an elephant's room before you start with your story and then we um, we segue into the, the episode itself. Uh, if you're watching on TikTok or uh, seeing Instagram Reels, uh, one of the most controversial things that has come out of this entire podcast experience has been the lack of shoes being worn in these videos. Uh, you're actually wearing shoes today. I am not. Because I'm um, a guest in this household. Exactly. Well, you, Which I'm being reminded of. You take your of. shoes off. No. Okay. Anyone who wears shoes in a house is 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 a 
needs to be looked at like I'm trying to be Western European. That's not a Western European thing. <laughs> I'm Western European. And look, I am saying that we are very comfortable. So to everyone who has reached out over the socks thing, fuck off. <laughs> I like sitting here in comfort, having these conversations I don't want. I would feel very alien to wear them. Just just cover my feet up. If you're that weird out by feet, just get a life. You know who you are. You know who you are. Anyway, now that we've addressed that controversy, tell me about this date. So tell me if I'm being crazy here. Well. Assessment whether... So it's one of those things where you match with someone for years, but you never actually go out with them. Do you have people like that? That you kind of see them on the dating app all the time. You match with them. Every time. Yeah, I mean, you sometimes match, you sometimes don't. Like, you just see them. Like, you just recognize their picture. You're like, okay, okay. this is... A couple of people, yeah. Whoever. Um, So, I decided... Because I think the Hinge algorithm doesn't like me very much these days. I decided to match with one of these guys that I see, like, all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. And we decided to go on a date. And I was like, yeah, great. So far, good. Fine. So I was quite busy that day, so I wasn't really paying attention, but he sent me a link to the place where we were supposed to meet. And okay, I didn't really like look into it that much. I was like, okay, fine. I just looked at the postcode. Okay, fine. I can get there. But as I said, I was busy. I didn't do my due diligence. And then half an hour before my time for leaving the house, I spoke to my flatmate and he was also going out and we looked at this place together. It turns out it was a lobby of a hotel which looked like fucking um, Ibis Hotel. Like, it looked terrible. It had like a buffet where you grab like continental breakfast from. Okay. It had, car- it looked like Weatherspoons. It looks like, it looked like Weatherspoons, but in like a hotel lobby aesthetic. No, no hotel lobby functionality. And I felt like something was... Like, do you know this feeling? Why would anyone ever meet in a place like this? Like, in a hotel lobby? What are your thoughts so far? Um, I'm kind of inclined to agree with you. I'm trying to rationalise it in my head a little bit. I'm like, why... Was this just the place you were meeting up or that you were going to? No, that we were going to and... He lived, like, both of our places where we live and where we were commuting from was not on the way to that place. And I thought, that's quite weird. Oh, that is a little odd. That's, and you know, it was half an hour before me being supposed to leaving. And I decided, you know what, there is just something about it that doesn't feel right. Fair. I'm not going. No, fair. I think, yeah, that's... It was half an hour. So it was an hour before the date. Okay. I felt a little bit bad for cancelling, whatever. So I texted saying that... Oh, there's more? Yeah, yeah, there's more. Okay. So I texted saying that, oh, I wouldn't leave you with this half-ass story. There, of course, there is more. Oh, sorry, I thought you were going to say it was a really weird place. Okay. And then I said that I'm running late, I'm still at work, I'm doing things, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he said, well, if you're running late, we can still hang out. But I'm going to the cinema at nine, so if you're too late, this might not work out. And I said, well, so he scheduled cinema for 9 p.m. We were supposed to meet like 6.30. 
how, how short was that day supposed to be? Also, probably this was scheduled kind of like in proximity to the cinema that he was going to at nine. I just felt outraged. I just felt like I was screaming. I already, at this point, you have to remember, I already started putting my makeup on. I already washed my hair. I was furious for wasting this much makeup so far. I didn't do my whole face. Yeah. Thank God. But I was just furious. I was just, no, this is not happening. I just felt that I was so rude because I was, now I realized why nothing made sense because he was just on the way to the cinema and was it another date? Was he going to the cinema with his mates? Was he going alone? What I think he was... I think he thought you and him were going to just have a quick shag and then he'd be like, right, I'm off to the cinema. See you later. What was he even seeing? I don't know. Like, that's... So I, t- I told this to, uh, to my flatmate and we were just like dying laughing at this and we decided to go out. And we actually had good fun because I said, well, I cannot waste all this makeup at this yeah. point. Um, Where'd you go? We went for a gig, like a random gig in Shoreditch, but we had Holy. fun. Uh, we had, it was very wholesome fun. Um, but I just felt really terrible about this whole thing because I didn't know what was expected. I was <laughs> just like, what was this whole thing? So, yeah. Uh, long story short, I don't know if it was just a curse. Uh, maybe that's why he is on the app for years because he's just offering random lobby um, dates. But possibly, yeah. But that's I, I, I'm I'm a very good story, very well told. I'm very happy that we have um, a bad kind of date story. Do you really story. think it was just for a shot? Because my thinking was... Why, what else? Why would he invite you to an Ibis hotel? Like, it was an Ibis hotel. Well, you know what it I mean. It was like, like a random. We're hotel. trying to we're trying to um, paint a picture for yeah. our listeners. So, yeah, I thought maybe, I don't even know. And the fact that it had like an end date, was what movie was that? Do you know what? I even went... <laughs> I even what went was like, the cinema? Was it a normal cinema? I don't know what the cinema was, oh. but I thought because it was close to like King's Cross Station, it must have been like every man in King's Cross. Mm. Um, that's... That's a nice cinema, by the way. No, it's a lovely cinema. I love it. I wouldn't mind going, but... Not right now, because we're trying to do not this. Not right now, but yeah. like... And also, who would like? Was it a neck? Like we actually talk, spoke in in uh, the first dates episode about like not organizing anything for after because it's just kind of rude. And also, even giving two hours. Yeah, that's weird. That's that's weird. So I don't know if it was just kind of an introductory date, or he just wanted a quick shag, or did he have another date, or was he going alone? Like all of these scenarios. You kind of should have gone. Just your friend weird. should have come along and sat like just behind you, just to kind of be like, what is going. It was very weird. That is weird. But I'm glad so, you got to tell the story on here. I'm feeling quite petty about this, so I might send a link to this episode to him. If you're, if that's what you're into. If that's what my heart pleases. That's what you're into. No. More parity. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it. But yeah, just thank you for everything you've told me about him is just there. Thanks for giving me this opportunity to share this story. Yeah. And um, I'm not crazy, right? It was weird. No, but everything you've just told me about him just there does suggest yeah. that he is a little bit out there so you know i wouldn't send it to him i would have just unmatched straight away and be like okay you know we will never interact ever again yeah and you can just Goodbye. avoid his corner s- of london you can stay in the dating app graveyard yes i will see you on bumble and go no <laughs> no thank you not today <laughs> kiddo that's uh, i'm glad we were able to tell a bad kind of date story though on this that's one of the first bad date stories like we've we've had 
during the recording of uh, these podcasts since we started. So yeah. congratulations Great. for getting Good the on. first one in. Well done. Well done. I haven't had a date since we started recording. I was supposed to have one. You had I? so many matches the other day. I did, I did. But, um, didn't, I was supposed to have a date, which cancelled twice. And then I was like, okay. I just kind of left the bomb her course. She hasn't reached out. And then I was away. And then I was kind of out with friends and stuff. So yeah, I'm going home again for like a few days in like two weeks. So just kind of, you know. Got a lot going on. Busy man. Busy man. I haven't got Very time busy. to be dating. Uh, although I would like to, if anyone wants to go out with me, please, please send me your credentials. I mean, our inbox is always open. Our inboxes are always for open. letters, but also for invitations. Uh, yes. For a date. So, this week, what are we talking about? Today we have a very exciting topic. It's called... I mean, it's a thesis to debate, really. Should everyone have a whole phase? Should everyone have a whole phase? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, tell, like, first let's explain how do we understand what a whole phase is. Well, I suppose... Slot era. Oh, oh, I was like, let's not, let's not be labelling I mean, anyone anything. Um, I think what you mean is, uh, in politically correct terms, is a young, single, and willing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Young, dumb, and full of cum is what I'm trying to say. Sorry, uh, that's what we're trying to get at. You know, do you just go out, have um, a lot of one night stands, maybe be a bit loose? Um, it, it, you know, it's not for everyone. It really isn't for everyone, and we're not suggesting that everyone should do it. Are we? I mean, if someone <laughs> wants to do it. No, yeah, if someone wants to do it, more power to them. We're not saying everyone it should be mandatory. Did you have a whole face? Yes. How was it? It's gonna crack you. Yeah. <laughs> If I just want is to, I just want to get um, in here uh, because the Catholic guilt has kind of taken over me a little bit, and just apologise to my parents if they listen to this. Um, I, 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 I don't have any excuses. I'm really sorry. Um, well, my yeah. parents cannot understand. So, so. oh, Grant, God, but you do want to polish. Um, so yeah, I suppose 20, 2015, I would say is kind of my classic. Always um, had 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 fun. Had a bit too much fun at times. Flew a bit too close to the sun. Um, and then at the end of 2015, I met my ex and fell madly in love. And now I'm sitting here with you, so everything's gone swimmingly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I had I went through kind of 2015 was like my main thing, and then I would say. Yeah, did you have a whole phase like last year or something? It was a portion of last year. And also like no, <laughs> not right now. No, not right now. I've just said, I've literally just said two minutes ago that I haven't been on any dates. I think there was a good portion of kind of April to maybe July, August of 2022 where I was a little bit... Slutty. A little bit slutty, yes. Um, but I enjoyed myself and, you know, it was it was fun. But um, I don't know whether it was my age or whether it was kind of the emotional state that I was in. It wasn't my age, let's be honest. Um, the emotional state that I was in that I think I kind of was like, I, I was glad to step away from it for a little bit i remember actually coming home and i said to my flatmate i was like i'm just gonna i'm just gonna park this for a while because i was like i'm just i need to look after myself first um but yeah 2015 was my it was me and a, a couple of lads and we just we just uh we had fun that was 
I have many, many stories that I will not share. Yeah, probably. Probably just, not that they're bad, they're just like, you know, they're the kind of things you, like, I don't know, you say in the pub or something, aren't you? They're not really like t- tales you tell here. Are they? Could they? Yeah, no. I mean, what happens during the whole phase stays <laughs> in the whole phase. Yes. Um, I don't think I had a whole phase. But you, you didn't have one? No, I kind of, it was also like bits. I wouldn't say it was like a long... Yeah, that's the thing. Like, when does the whole phase end? When does the whole phase start? Um, I, I don't know. I think you can only kind of decide yourself. Yes, I would agree. I think maybe I had like two whole phases in my life. Um, and what, how would you define them? I would... So, this is the part where I'm going to be... I wouldn't say serious, but why I think especially when you're a woman kind of like put like have all this burden of like not only Catholic guilt but just like being a woman in general existing existing as a in a in a body and just like being judged by what you do all the time yes I think having a whole phase I wouldn't I wouldn't say I recommend it but I feel like it's a very liberating experience because Mm. you basically everything that you've been told you just put it in a bin and everything like you have this there's like this myth of like you know being this like pure girl just like waiting with sex for marriage and then it's just like you know what i'm just gonna be a slut and i think there's something very liberating about that yeah and if you own it i think it can be really good because you're experimenting with like so i think for for guys it's just like oh you know i had a i had a whole phase but like i think for women it's just it's just like a it's an opportunity to to understand what you want yeah yeah rather than just like jumping into something and then having no way of going i think that's very fair to say though like you know the attitudes that that kind of, as you said, maybe growing up in like Catholic environments and and uh, and even like, you know, the way society places sex, as you said, there onto men and women and the expectations. And yeah, I think for men it's just like yeah, you know, no, I'm not, not that I've been around many men who, who kind of just like brag about their sexual experiences, but like when I have been around men and they're kind of sharing stories, it's more in like. They're, they're almost telling a funny story about themselves in that situation. Mm. Um, and, and also, I think, you know, it, similarly, the way women describe sex to their friends and the way men describe sex to their friends are, like, the complete opposite. Like, let's be brutally honest. Because it is a different experience. I know it's a different experience, but you have probably told your female friends so many explicit details about men that you've been with that I would never in my life dream of sharing with men. But then we wouldn't really have those I mean, same not conversations. Only female friends. I told you a lot of like spicy oh, details. Oh yeah, you told me a couple of things. But like, and, and, and I'm just like, oh my God. Like, it, it, not that it's shocking, but you're just like, men don't really have those conversations. Really? I'm like, oh, did you have sex with her? Yeah, it did. It was good. Mm. And I'd be like, oh yeah, it's good. But I wouldn't comment on anything that happened. Ever. Interesting. Whereas, or I might, I might make a funny joke about something that happened, but I would never be like, I don't know, the things that, that I've heard women say. I mean, because it's like a journey, you know? You like, you. <laughs> Is it? You step over the doorstep and you don't know where you might end up, you know? Like, you don't know what sort of person 
that is that you're they might murder you i mean jokes aside but it is there is this aspect of like also whole face could be quite dangerous for women if like you know mm. you need to kind of be in control so i'm not saying that everyone should just like you know let go of all kind of you know safety yeah yeah um protocols that like internal safety protocols that they have yeah i'm not saying that but so you need to be safe you need to make sure that you're in a safe situation but at the same time it's it's fun to just be like okay where is this going to take me now and you have a lot of different experiences yeah um with with different people and i think it's, it's some good some bad yeah some good some bad some, some interesting some not interesting some bad you just need to tell people about it some good <laughs> that you need to tell people about it you know so, so we're, we're arguing here is like should everyone have one so i think not as, as we kind of said at the start it's like not we're saying this is mandatory but i do think that people should explore their sexuality in whatever way they feel comfortable doing that um but i think the idea of like a hoe phase is it, it's fun like if you're yeah. if you're attacking it in the kind of like oh i'm just gonna go have sex and and you know i don't know who it's going to be with and i don't know what the experience will be like but i'm going to enjoy it it's going to be interesting and it's going to be experience i think as long as you're in that mindset that's totally fine but if you were say someone who maybe puts a lot of emotional weight Mm. behind sex then it probably isn't for you or you have to be able to approach it with knowing that that okay i know that after this there is going to be an emotional weight and i'm going to have to deal with that so you just have to be very, very aware of yourself, as you yeah. said, and, and, what, and your safety as well. But I think for me, it would always be, and that's kind of why I maybe stopped my whole phase, my mini whole phase last, last year was I was like, okay, I'm not sure that I am mentally in the right position to do this. So I want to take myself out of that situation so that I can be comfortable with what is going on and deal with what is going on in my, in my mind. Um, whereas I think at times... When I was younger and going through like whole phases, I wasn't really thinking about that. I was like, this is great. Yeah. This is fun. And then maybe sometimes I'd be like, oh, was that the best decision I've ever made? Maybe not. Um, it's a good story to tell. But me at the time going through that would be a bit like, maybe maybe just calm down for like five minutes. You don't need to do that. Um, but yeah, so I, I, that that in my view of it. Do you think everyone should go through a whole phase or have a whole phase? I think as long as you own the whole phase. And also whole phase can mean very different things. Exactly. So I think maybe this is going to sound very like not on the topic, but I feel like whole phase can be a lot of things. It doesn't need to be sex necessarily. But for you, if you're not comfortable with like being sexual with people it can be just like allowing yourself to just experiment in a way that you maybe go on many it. many different dates yeah just go on many different dates and like lose the shame yeah. connected to it so just you know maybe go on two dates in a day yeah go on nine dates on a day. okay don't do that i know someone who went on nine dates in one weekend how and she ended up marrying one of these guys but how did she go on the, what, like, what was so the... i think it was like a brunch like um um afternoon situation and like a dinner so then you have like are we including a friday in this yeah i don't know the details that's like a story so I, maybe it's fake but there is some truth to it um she went on a lot of dates and during that well um, i want to argue this now just because you brought it up so i think you maybe 
there was definitely you can go on a breakfast date. Okay, so let's say Friday like brunch. Friday evening after yeah. work you go for a drink and you're like, okay, get six to eight and you're like, yeah. oh, I'm gonna leave and then you go meet someone at nine. So that's work to two. Drinks. Yeah. Then uh, you get maybe a breakfast, a brunch. Afternoon coffee. Afternoon coffee evening. Dinner. And then you repeat the same on a Sunday. Yeah, so then you have ten. Ten. So you can probably lose the breakfast it's date. It's possible. Maybe one of the breakfast dates. Yeah, you need to have some sleep after that. No, actually, you could probably lose the breakfast dates and go for a brunch, coffee, dinner, and a drink. Yeah. So that would be ten. But that would need to be timed. That would need to be timed as, like, maybe that guy was yeah, doing it. what he was doing. He was trying to go for, like, the golden week or something. <laughs> maybe I was one of his two dates that night, and then he's going to do, like... Oh, and he's fuming now, because he was like, no! I couldn't complete it. Now, we probably still... He probably still did uh, enough dates though again. Okay. Yeah, he probably did just eight, not nine or something. What are we talking about again? I just got lost in that Wait, little... Oh, we're talking about, about, about owning the whole face. Yeah. yeah, sorry. So I think maybe when you're young, I feel like when I had my first whole face, I didn't really own it. I was just like, I just came out of a really long relationship, which I entered into when I was basically a kid. I mean, mm. it's not... Not like a creepy type of like child we were both bride kids, situation. Like... We were both kids. We were yeah, both yeah. like teenagers. So then I was like 23 and like single for the first time in my life. So it was just, you know, kind of you need to, I don't know, just live a little. You need to feel young again. Yeah. So, and also I, I had no control over it. So it was just a bit weird. But I think now if I would decide to have a whole face, it would just be like, okay, this is why I'm doing this. This is like the precautions I'm taking. This is like my boundaries. And I'm jumping into it, cool. I would say. Are you going to do that? So, I'm not sure if you know, Brian, but... No. <laughs> I'm not. Not that you've mentioned it a million Funny. times. Funny you say that. Funny you say that. Um, this year, I decided to... I don't know, maybe it's because I'm turning 30. So old. And I feel like... It's also, it's a very magical year for me. I'm also going to be, get a settled status in this country and also turn 30 and also like a lot of magical moments. So I feel like I need to be more open to adventure. And it's not only about like, you mm-hmm. know, sleeping around, but it's also like being open to like other things. Open Just, to experiences. Open to experiences. Meeting new people. But, um, and you've so, done that. I mean, we've started a podcast. Yeah, we started a podcast. Like, honestly, this... Oh, oh yeah, and the working title of my little experiment is, as you probably know it, um, the year of the slut. The year of the slut. The year we can, we of can the slut. The name. No, the the name is amazing. I sometimes say it, the year of the slug. If um, what about the year of the slut? It's like Susanna and slut. That's actually quite good. Ah. But then difficult to. Um, like no, but pronounce. it's kind of a good. Not really. You know how to say your name. Yeah, it's actually good. I'd imagine you do know how to say your own name. Working, my name is not Zlot. No, but like, that's what I'm saying, but it's the start of your name and you know how to say your name and then you just substitute in the Uzana for... Yeah, that's good. Lus. Lus. Okay, we're going to workshop that. Um, <laughs> we'll have a meeting. We'll, my the, people will talk to your people. We'll schedule them. The working title is The Year of the Slot and I feel like it's been a full month of The Year of the Slot and... You've done a great I've done a lot. I've done a lot, um, I wouldn't say slutting around, like metaphorically and like 
it's just I've I've opened myself to a lot of new experiences, and I think that's that's great. And I think that's probably off topic. No, but I feel like it allowed me like. Also, something that allowed me to be more into the mindset of the year of the slut was just like, instead of trying to make my life or my day like great, I'm trying to make it hilarious. And it works so well. It already improved my life dramatically. Yeah, you were in, you were in really hilarious form when you arrived here. No, to I was actually, friendship. I was actually, when I arrived here, I was like quite drained. You eat me at a house and home as well. So I just, I don't know what I'm going to have for my dinner now because you've eaten all my food. Drank all my tea. <laughs> I had one bagel. Stole my bagel. Um, <laughs> no, it's quite good. But that is the thing. Like, so I, I think like when I was going through my whole phase in 2015, I didn't really realize it was a whole phase. Because yeah. I was so... I was like 23, 22, 23. And I was like so bewildered sometimes. No, I had been like mildly successful with women in my... Uh, younger years but then suddenly in 2022 23 or when i was in 2015 i had like i just gained this like confidence about myself completely unwarranted of course because i was a loser um but i was like yeah and this is great and i was just really confident of talking to people and going out a lot with a group of friends and just we always used to end up in like these mad kind of stories and adventures and we go into work the next day we're all working together and we go into work and people are like oh how was last night you're like it was crazy. We ended up in this hotel and like, there was like all these things and, and you know, just, it, it was great, but it wasn't like every night I was going out and, and, and getting the ride. It was like every night I was going out and sometimes I would, and sometimes I just have like, a, you know, a really great story to tell. And, and it was, uh, it was good for its time. But I think when I did meet my now ex, I was like, I got to the point where I was like, oh, I really like, not that I was like actively looking, I just want a relationship, I just want someone to be in a relationship, but, but I was so much more open to like, oh, I actually really like you. Whereas I think if if, that, if we had met a year before, I would have been like, nah, I'm having fun, you know, kind of thing. Um, and maybe not as being open to the idea of getting into a relationship with someone. So the idea of being a hoe or going through a hoe phase, as you said, it doesn't have to be, I just go out and I, fuck everything that walks I go out and I just have adventures and see how things go yeah and sometimes those adventures lead to the most improbable of places because I will say there was times where I looked around and I was like what the fuck am I doing here how have I ended up in this situation and sometimes I turn to him like why are you hanging out with me like look at you you're really cool look at me and they'd be like, yeah, but you're cool. And I'm like, am I? I was like, oh, oh, real. I'm really cool. It was the first time I think I'd, uh, if you're a little bit younger, I think it, it is, um, as it is such a, 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 you might do things you've never experienced before. And I think that's not something you can't do when you're older, but you experience a lot of things for the first time, obviously, in your like late teens, early twenties, you're more likely to go through those experiences. And I enjoyed it at the time, but now I'm a little bit more kind of like, I'm still really open to things. Especially when I moved to London, I was a bit kind of, I was coming out of the pandemic and I was just so like terrified of my own shadow that I was really closed off to things. I'd be like, no, I just want to go home. Whereas now, 
when I'm out and someone says, oh, do you want to go to this thing? I'm like, absolutely I do. Because I don't know where that's going to lead me. Yeah. So let's stay out all night and see what happens. Something kind of sad, desperate, loserish about that when all my friends have like married with kids and all. But <laughs> no, we move on. It's at least we're having fun. We are. But funny that you said that because you had all these experiences during mm-hmm. your whole phase, you were able to enter into your relationship with a feeling like, okay, you know, I've seen something in life, so I can get into this because I see like the value of being in Yes. This. Whereas like, I feel like if somebody, I'm not saying that it's, it's bad, but I'm also a little bit saying it's bad because I was in this situation and it didn't work for me. When you jump straight into a relationship when you're really young and you haven't really experienced mm. anything, you have no comparison because you only lived this. Yeah, true. So you don't even know if this is good or bad. Not even sexually, but also sexually all, or like just from like a relationship perspective or from a life perspective, you have no comparison of anything else. So that's why I would recommend having a whole phase because I don't know, especially as a woman, it kind of like gives you more experiences. Like it gives you comparison to maybe, okay, maybe I'm not in that great of a situation that I think I was. And yeah, I think women are especially kind of... So to summarize, we're saying go wild kids, have a good time because... yeah. I mean, we're old already. Can we even say that we have a whole phase at this ripe age of 30? I mean, I'm not 30 yet, but... I'm not 30 anymore. Oh, you are not. So nobody's 30 here. No. You're still in your 20s, so I think you could. I'm just like a sad old... Yeah, so like, is it it okay to say that you're in your whole phase in your 30s? Or is it a bit sad? Well, I think just the way you framed that right there makes it sound a bit sad. Nothing I can say now turns it around into being like, yeah, it's totally fine. Hey, okay. It's, it's, it's a bit sad, isn't it? it? I will come back to the idea of owning the whole phase. Right, let's if go. If you own the whole phase, nobody can take it away from you. Thank you for justifying that to me. That wasn't, that wasn't one of the worst things that's ever happened. Uh, we're going to go to a little break and... We'll see you on the other side. Hi guys, you're listening to the Unmatched Podcast. If you have any friends that are Catholic priests, send them this podcast. They totally love it. It's definitely up their alley. It, I just hear priests walking around all the time talking about whole phases. Yeah, I, I heard the same thing to be honest. Yeah, it just I, they can't move for whole phases. That can be construed in the wrong way, but you know, you know what we're getting at. Or... On the contrary, if you have a friend currently in a whole phase, mm. send it to them as well. Or if you just like what you're hearing, why don't you uh, follow us on Spotify or TikTok or Instagram? Or that's all our socials, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think so. That's all, this is a really all good we promo. ever do. Yeah, this is a really good promo. Yeah, subscribe and um, enjoy the episode. What a great promo. <laughs> all right, that was... Weird. Uh, um, so, we've been lucky enough, I suppose, um, that people have started to send us in um, their conundrums. Uh, they're looking for dating advice. Why they'd ask me and you is kind of beyond me, but we look maybe sound like we have, we're in positions of authority because we have a podcast, which is something that anyone could really do. Let's, let's be brutally honest. And we do want to start this section off, and we will start every section off on every pod and be like, we're not experts on this. 
we're just two people trying to be funny and a bit sad in 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 love um so yes we have actually received many letters and this one is relevant to the conversation that we've been having yeah. today um but we still keep sending letters yeah. in because we're very flattered and oh. it gives us topics to discuss on the pod so oh definitely it's great so um it's a letter from a listener saying hi there uh i hello. have <laughs> hello it's us <laughs> how's it going um I have a really high body count and I'm worried about telling my next serious partner. What should I do? So I think this question is related to what we've been talking about in terms of like being sexually liberated. Yeah, they didn't murder. They, uh, when they say body count, they no, mean people not. they've slept with. They don't mean <laughs> yeah. people I have killed. So the concept of body count is like how many people... You know, so do you know your body count? It was like signed Ted Bundy. Okay, do I know my body count? Yeah. Yes. I know my body count as well. So we have been counting. So Well, I don't it, actively it, count. Yeah. Sometimes I, I like to take stock, you know? I sometimes go back go back in time like, oh. No, sometimes I, I'm like... Hello, number whatever. I only thought about it because you asked me earlier in the context of this question. Yeah. No, nothing else. Like, I... I you think were we like, had this discussion before as well because I knew yours. You told me this before. Did I? Yeah, I think at some point we discussed this. Oh, was yeah. So, but I haven't thought about it in ages. Yeah. And other than the fact that you asked me earlier on, oh, do you know yours? And I was like, yeah, I do. Um, I was like, oh, okay. Um, but it's not something I sit around and think that's high or low or anywhere. And it's not something I really care about. I feel like body count is a very Catholic concept. <laughs> Let we me always bring it back to Catholicism. What is it? It somehow makes you believe that the more people you slept with, it means something and it changes something about you. Yeah, but I don't think that's necessarily a Catholic thing. I can't say we, we can't say that's exclusive to Catholics. Yeah, yeah but like, yeah, it kind of stems from like being kind of morally righteous, prude, a prude. Yeah, but also, what are morals? Who like all morals no, 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 no. kind of stem from like religious but let's just no they don't I, they, they don't but that's a you whole different, so? they don't that's a whole different argument okay anyway there is like a high moral ground of people who have been like you know um, not that sexually active so like there is this stigma of if you have a high body count that means that you're somehow I don't know a dirty. lesser yeah dirty yeah. I, I don't know like I think the, the concept of body counts to me, it doesn't really matter. If I, you know, again, I know mine, and some people, I could say my number, I'm not going to, I don't think that's, I don't think that's right. Um, or should I? Let's not. No, you don't have to, but I can share mine in the context of this if you want. No, I feel like... Is it, because it's part of the question, like, it, he's saying he's got a high no, body No, I count. just don't think it's okay to put any number or anything, because yeah, it true, kind of puts true. it in perspective and... Um, yeah, exactly. So I would say some people, I could probably meet some people and they would think that mine is very high, and I could probably meet some people and think mine is very low. And I could meet some people and they could think, oh, that's totally average. So it totally depends on your point of view. But I think it's very important to say that if you consider yours very high... That doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything to you, about you as a person. It doesn't make you any worse off than anyone else. And it is the same the other way if you consider that you have a very low body count. Again, yeah. I don't really like the term body count. If your number is quite low, 
again, it doesn't really say anything about you one way or the other. There could be a variety of different reasons. I'm saying that. I will say that personally, if I met someone and they were like, now, and I'm like, I don't know, they're in their 30s. Like, oh, I've never met someone and I wasn't, say, waiting for marriage. I've never been with anyone and I wasn't waiting for marriage. I wasn't for, you know, whatever reason. I'd be like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I'd be like, well, that, that, that might throw me off a little bit. It, yeah. Um, a little bit. It would throw me off a lot. I'm not going to lie. Because I'd be like, oh. Whereas if I met someone and they're like, yeah, no, I've, I've, I've never done the deed because for, you know, religious reasons or something else. I'd be like, and they, you know, explain it to you. I'd be like, okay, yeah, fair enough. Um, still be something I'd have to probably get my head around but if I met someone then as well and they were like yeah my body count is millions I'd be like she's fair play to you you know um, but as long as you're being safe and you're enjoying what you're doing and you're able to communicate that correctly I mean the question is how is the question how do I what should I do I think the- I'm worried about having a partner what should I do I think it's about the person who judges you. Mm. It's not about you. So if you disclose or if you have a conversation disclosing or body counts, whatever, and if they react in a certain way, that's mm. probably negative or yeah. something that you wouldn't expect. Maybe they're not the person for you because you have different perspectives on that. I think whatever, whatever you... Um, you decide to think about this it's um it's important to have the same sort of values yeah and around. i think that it's it's it harks back maybe the stuff we've spoken about in other episodes where you the key to a successful successful relationship is open honest communication yeah i think it only becomes a big thing if you make it become a big thing and you start to get worried about oh i'm hiding it or you tell a lie i mean like you could just tell a lie like who else is ever going to know? Um, but you, you know, you, it, it only is something if you make it something. Yeah. If you're open and honest about it, and you're like, well, it doesn't really matter to me. But I have had sex with a lot of different people because I found myself in a lot of different situations, and I enjoyed going out, and I enjoyed meeting new people, and I enjoyed again. Inherently, I think part of this is saying that enjoying sex is bad it's not yeah it's just pure and simple not and it also there is this concept in this question and not in this question but in this concept of having a high body count there is this idea that somehow it stays with you that mm. once you've had sex with someone it sort of stays as a number with you forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah um which is not like totally wrong because like there is like you share energy with someone they stay with you like in your memory or not in or way. if they give you like chlamydia or something they yeah. stay with you forever yeah they stay with you forever but like <laughs> be safe be safe please be safe be safe <laughs> um but i don't like to see it in this way unless yeah. you know you choose to like of course you know it's fine to remember all the people you've slept with but it's not like that they stay with you and they like you know they have this like you know sharpie and they write like Plus one. <laughs> Notch on the bed kind of thing. Like, um, Yeah, I, I think... like, it, it, I would never be too worried about a body count. Because it it just isn't... It isn't a real thing. Yeah, it's not. You know? 
So if um, our listeners, um, prospective partner is concerned about that, maybe they're not the one. Yeah, exactly. And if they have a real issue with it, then again, that says more about them than it does about you. Because you are no less or no more a person for having sex with another person. Yeah. It is not reflective on a, a character weakness or anything. You just like sex. We all like sex. Let's be honest. It's fun. It's invented to be fun. That's the whole point of it. I can't believe I just had to say that. I'm annoyed now at this hypothetical situation that we're talking about. But people are like that. I know people, people are. Really it's mental. It's mental. Especially guys are often like that, that they're very judgmental about I, women yes. who slept with a lot of I people. want to address. If you are a, a, a man and you are annoyed or you get upset that a, a, a woman has slept with a lot of men, I cannot stress this enough. Get the fuck over it. Like, get over it. And I often hear that, and it's just a, it, I hate it. You know, it's like that, it's what the worst men in the world say when they're like, oh, if, if, a, if a, a key opens every door in the city, it's a good oh. key, and if the door opens to every, or whatever it is. It's awful. I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Why, if, A, why are you comparing um, genitalia to keys and locks, you weirdo? And B, why the fuck do you care? Honestly, oh, that's that nothing annoys me more than misogynistic because it's always got dripping in misogyny. Um, oh, I, I, I'm so annoyed I can't even speak. So I don't, can't speak. Basically, what Brienne was saying, don't be that guy. Yeah, don't be that guy. Don't, don't be, be that guy. Dickhead. Do not judge people based on how many people they slept with, especially women, because. Yeah. You know, everyone is entitled to do what they want with their body on their slut face. Is that okay to say? I'm sure. You, well, <laughs> I've just called the audience dickheads, so sure. <laughs> so, um, yeah, as long as everything is consensual, it's all fine. All fine. But make sure you get consent. Make sure it's safe. And make sure that you do 10 Hail Marys after and get rid of... <laughs> That Catholic guilt as quickly as and possible. And call your priest. Yes, go to, straight to confession. To tell him all about it. Straight to confession. <laughs> uh, that was fun. That was fun. That was fun. Uh, we're back, not next Thursday, but next Tuesday. Yeah. For a Valentine's Day special. Very special day. We haven't actually discussed what we're talking about on the Valentine's Day special. It's going to be amazing. You should listen to it. That's... Oh, we know. Will you fill me in on what we're going to talk about? Yes, I will. Yeah, that'll be because otherwise it'll just not be problem. sitting in silence for 46, 47 minutes. Yeah. That's not going to happen. It's going to be special. It's special. We all love Valentine's Day. So. Do we? We can discuss in the Valentine's Day. Well. <laughs> right. We will see you next Tuesday. I've been Brian. This was Susanna. This was? What are you, dead? <laughs> I don't speak this language. <laughs> I speak a foreign space language. It's. What did you say? I said I've been Brian. And I said it was. You said it was Susanna. (laughs) (laughs) Like I don't. She's passed on.
This is the ghost of the Zuz now is talking to you. I'm just stuck behind the iron curtain. I yeah, guess. yeah, true. Uh, do you want me to just do it for both of us? And then you just stay behind iron curtain. Is it? So I've been, uh, I, I, I've been Brian, and I've been sat here with the ghost of Susanna. Uh, hopefully, maybe she'll resurrect um, for for Tuesday. Привет. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.